0: Hello and welcome to Little Birdie's Sports Show of a Monday, First Look. I am your host, Nikki Sylvester. Joining me today in studio is MG for the AFL Round 8 Review. We've also got Top Rope on the line for the NRL Round 9 Review. First Look is proudly brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped for the very best in men's grooming. MG, how are you?
1: Good, Nikki, yourself? I'm great. You <laughs> You look pretty fresh. You survived the <laughs> uh, the week down at the bull.
0: I had a Best time down at the Bull, you know that. We had a great time.
1: Yes, we did, yes. Nikki uh, managed to find winners uh, on both days, so she's well and truly paid for her trip upcoming to Italy.
0: Yes, that's right. So I, what did we get Wednesday? Wednesday was nearly the card. I only had one. There right. was only one race where I didn't bet, and then because, um, remember, I didn't get any reception. No, <laughs> Vodafone is terrible at warnable Vodafone, you need to sort that out. Jeez. And um, so I got my tips in early, sent them to everyone mm-hmm. in Melbourne, and there was a team of boys, um, from an inferior betting company, not Top Sport, sitting at Chaconis on Wednesday and they uh, kept texting me and they were like, you've tipped the card. Oh,
1: my God. You'll be on the stream next uh, no, year. No, no, no. That He'll was be, luck. We'll have to leave you home with DK and the boys for next year. That's uh, <laughs> uh, your tipping prowess.
0: Can I just say, DK scrubbed up so well. on the, I was impressed. I was like, wow, look at DK. He was spiffy."
2: The DK content was absolutely elite. Absolutely elite for those uh, watching at home. DK giving his 10 life tips. Yes, I,
0: that. I I told MG I was listening to it and watching it on um, on Thursday because I had to come back. It was fabulous. I really enjoyed it. It was great watching.
1: Top rope. Did you get any of Nikki's tips sent up your way? You must have had a fat day sitting up there on the Wednesday. <laughs> then, if Nikki's nearly picked the card.
2: No, I'm, I'm not in the not in the inner circle. A bit like over <laughs> at school, not in, the, not, in, not in the inner circle of uh, of, of Nikki's uh, tips. So uh, uh, total strip. but thanks for the thanks for the leg up, Nick.
1: Yeah, top rope. Top rope texted me halfway through the day and said oh, my reception can't be working in Orange because I'm not getting the winners that uh, Nikki keeps backing. So uh, I Telstra
2: I said, every
0: towers down. Things aren't working. I'm not popping a tip. All other race days, I promise you'll be on it. But listen, it's a problem. What happens if they don't win?
1: Very excited. It was. Uh, it was very good.
2: I'll, I'll deal with that problem when it comes, Nikki. But uh, I did seem to miss the day where there was eight of nine winners tipped. Sorry. Yes. Unfortunately, top rope. She get.
1: We, I was standing next to her for the first four, and we'd had a fill up, and all of a sudden she went missing. So I thought she must have just moved straight to the, uh, to one of the pubs to celebrate. But she came back and uh, <laughs> tipped one later in the day as well. I just don't know where she went for the middle part of the day. <laughs> so uh, no, no, very exciting day down at the ball, and the yeah. boys put on a, a, a very entertaining three days at the stream. So uh, all successful, and the when we got back, the office was still standing. So it's all positive around for the little bird.
0: Oh, of course it is. It's amazing. All right. Um, so now let's check out the AFL uh, results for round 8. Port Adelaide beat the Western Bulldogs 86 to 69. Fremantle beat the Kangaroos 102 to 24. Richmond took care of Collingwood 113 to 86. The Gold Coast beat Sydney 75 to 61. Geelong beat GWS 88 to 35. Essendon, they beat Hawthorn 108 to 81. Brisbane beat the West Coast 105 to 30. Melbourne took care of St Kilda 93 to 55 and Carlton beat Adelaide 116 to 68. MG
1: yeah, it was a pretty lopsided uh, week of results. Nicky, it was um, average winning margin between all games of forty-one points. So, um, you know, the live the live punters would have been stripped out for the most part. Probably the only the Essendon game. Your team had a big uh, final last quarter that uh, turned it on its head for the live. But yeah, there was a lot of. Um, a lot of lopsided games, a lot of uh, very ordinary teams going around, probably playing some of the better sides at the moment. So um, the more entertaining games uh, kicked off on the, on the Friday mm-hmm. night. Port Adelaide uh, did the job. They're now three in a row against the struggling Bulldogs all of a sudden. No Bont and pally no Bulldogs it seems, uh, And Port have got to be their mojo back. So they'll start to get some players back as well. I think Dixon and Fantasia not too far away for Port. So they're on the upswing and I think though they've got a pretty easy game up coming around nine. Uh, the other, other good games, I thought Richmond and yep. Collingwood, um, was what, one of the, uh, highlight games for the weekend. Richmond, are, you know, they've been hard to catch for me personally this week, yeah, but, right. uh, sorry this year, mm-hmm. but, uh, I thought they were a, the good option on the weekend. They got the job done. Collingwood are just very much a, um, one batter side. I think they're middle of the road side. So, um, they're, ve- they're very consistent, but they're just not going to beat too many sides above them this year. Uh, the upsets, Gold Coast was probably the biggest upset. Um, all the money for Sydney. I think the line went from 28, close as high as 34, 35. Ooh. So uh, Gold Coast lost outright. Very poor loss for Sydney. Uh, now lost two in a row and uh, probably uh, just hit a bit of a flat spot, Sydney. So they'll need to uh, pick up their game if they uh, expect to be top four this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other ones, probably GWS was another disappointing one. Geelong went up there off a bad loss to Frio at home. Uh, absolutely smacked GWS. so um, at two and six GWS, I think their uh, their season might be in the can, as we mentioned, your team, the bombers is uh, unfortunately, I'm surrounded by too many bomber people, but uh, very exciting <laughs> last quarter for oh, you guys. Amazing. But phone was definitely blowing up unfortunately. <laughs> the other the other side of the coin is scoot no B will <laughs> yeah. Hawthorne, so they've <laughs> been copying in a few of the chats that I've seen. Uh, West Coast gave up against uh, Brisbane. Their season's done. Brisbane, it was a pretty ordinary match, actually. Brisbane just went through the motions. They knew that they were going to put a number on. And probably the match of the round was Melbourne-St. Kilda. Um, Just shows how far Melbourne are in front of the comp, I think, at the moment. Probably bar Brisbane, but in terms of the rest of the side, St. Kilda came in with uh, their opinion. They thought they were a chance of matching it with Melbourne and were never in it uh, for the first quarter onwards. And Melbourne just kind of went through the motions and St. Kilda kicked a few late goals to make it closer, so... Other than that, um, yeah, it was pretty lopsided uh, week and not too many exciting games. So uh, we will see what round nine shakes out.
0: Thanks, MG. So now if we just take a look at the bookie wrap-up for round eight, uh, six faves won, six covers. We had four out of nine for the over totals and seven home teams won. So for this season, we are sitting at 69% for the faves, 54% for the covers, 58% for the over totals and 58% for the home teams. Anything strikey was glaring there?
1: Yeah, no, the home teams were probably the one um, that that were dominating that statistic. And uh, all, all favors, as we said, a bit lopsided. So yep. the faves all covered, uh, and then the upsets were all the upsets. So, yeah, the statistics seem to be tracking along pretty evenly so far.
0: Fantastic. Now for the AFL Stings results for round eight. Woohoo! <laughs> Winners all around here. Um, so we had six units bet, and they both won. MG.
1: Yeah, a couple of uh, underplays this week. Uh, really couldn't find too much in the lines. There was a lot of movement as well, um, both with weather and a lot of COVID games, which were affected. So mm-hmm. don't like tipping t- tipping in two of the, too many of these COVID games uh, for the stings. But yeah, a couple of uh, totals that I thought were, were high side. They both come down, so get the chips in with the better of them. And uh, yeah, they both went uh, pretty much without a sweat, actually. It was good. So easy watching. But yeah, I only found two this week. So uh, yeah, just... Grinding along nicely.
0: Oh, well, we like the grind. It's okay as long as we're <laughs> winning. Amazing. Now, we might just have a quick look at the AFL Premiership market as well. Uh, so you've got Melbourne sitting there at 250, Brisbane at 5, Fremantle 10, Swans 12, Geelong 13, Richmond 15, Carlton 17, St Kilda 18 and the Western Bulldogs at 21. Is there any catching Melbourne?
1: Um, No, Melbourne are pretty solid, um, 250 at the top there. Brisbane obviously clear second pick for mine at the moment, even though probably McStay's got a bit of an injury concern as well, but Hipwood's due back. Uh, Of the rest, uh, uh, Richmond have obviously come in, Carlton a firm as well, and probably the biggest biggest move was Port have just come in Mm -hmm. back uh, on the front page of betting since they beat the Bulldogs. So. Uh, yeah, I don't think anything's changed at the moment, but a few of the sides behind have moved in Richmond and Port this week.
0: Amazing. Now we might just quickly have a look at the Brownlow and Coleman medals as well. If you are looking at some of the, uh, exotics to add to your multi-three top sport.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Patrick Cripps, uh, Mm. went out and started again on the weekend. So, um, you know, he he, he might have a, uh, well, little concern on an incident, but other than that, he's been dominant, might almost have six BOGs from, uh, seven games that he's played. So. Yeah, he's come right in at 270. He looks pretty short Carlton's draw being pretty easy this year yeah. and he just a standout. Lockie Neal behind him. Brayshaw continues to be in Fremantle's top three players every week and then you've got a couple of Melbourne guys mm-hmm. who also going well. Um, behind that, I couldn't entertain too many at the moment. Um, I, I still think Oliver's probably the value if I'm having one pick for the week at 8.25. Mm, it's
0: not bad value at 8.25. Now, if we just quickly skip to the Coleman medal as well – Anything that you like here or you think the Coleman's wide open?
1: Yeah, I still think it's wide open. Uh, Lynch obviously had, you know, he could have had a bigger day out. He kicked poorly mm-hmm. in the first half. Uh, looked like he was going to put 10 on the board at one stage. But yeah, they're, they're all the big guns, as you notice there on the screen. Yep. Charlie Kerno's probably, uh, he's coming a long way and uh, Peter Wright's going okay for Essendon. But yeah, all, all the big forwards, no forward pocketers like last year. So the big guns wide open and uh, it would be interesting to see to track this through the rest of the season.
0: Okay, thanks, MG. Now, if you are serious about your AFL punting, you do need AFL stings. You can get it from $22 a week in the Little Betty Live TV shop. Serious about AFL, you need AFL stings. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with Nick toprak Tedeschi for the NRL Round 9 review. Welcome back to First Look, proudly brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for over 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust, bet with Topsport. I'd like to welcome in Nip, Nick Tokbrook to Desky for the NRL round nine. How are you, mate? <laughs> I'm
2: well, Nicky. How are you?
0: Good. Couldn't be better.
2: It's, uh, yeah, good to hear. Good to hear. It's, um, yeah, another, uh, another week of uh, footy in the books, uh, another Canterbury loss, another Melbourne win. It's, uh, much of the same. You know, pretty, uh, pretty interesting round, actually. You uh, were happy with your chooks getting the job done,
0: Nick? Yes, the chookies, finally. I think I sent MG a text. I said, if they lose here, I said, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> after that, they obviously heard me and picked up the gear and went on to win, thank God.
2: Well, the big teddy, he was outstanding, wasn't he? Three tries, couple of tries, he was magnificent. Uh, probably with that commodity, the injury to a... Uh, DMG's man, the path uh, probably has him locked in at the fullback spot, which was under some controversy over the last couple of weeks.
0: Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I mean, look, obviously we do have to think about Origin because it's not too far away, really. So obviously those, those um, we had a little chat here about Katani Stags and whether you'd take him or you're you're on Crichton. I'm on Katani Stags, so we'll wait to see what the New South Wales team looks like for Origin.
2: Stags is making every uh, every post to win. He was uh, very good again on Friday night in the uh, so Thursday night in the win against South. So uh, yeah, he's certainly kind of he, he, he probably put the the, the talakai discussions to end. It probably is a two horse race now between Crott and uh, and Stags.
0: Okay, now if we uh, quickly have a look at the round nine results, we've got Brisbane they beat South Sydney thirty two to twelve. Canberra beat the Bulldogs fourteen to four. Parramatta big upset 22 to 20 over Penrith Manly 36 to 22 over the West Tigers the Chooks 44 to 16 over the Gold Coast North Queensland 36 to 16 over the Newcastle Knights Melbourne 42 to 6 over St George and Cronulla 29 to 10 over New Zealand Warriors what did you take out of this week top rope huge results and big 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 scores
2: yeah a couple of big upsets early on uh we doff with uh, Adam Reynolds uh Showing everyone at South Sydney if they may have made the wrong decision and letting him go. Uh, absolutely was a uh, masterpiece of organisation uh, in the Broncos under 3-12 against Robert O'Send that looked like all kinds of creativity, all kinds of intelligence, all kinds of organisation. So, uh, yeah, huge, huge win for Reynolds in his first game against his former club. Massive upset, double-digit favourites, the Bunnies there. Uh no surprises the Raiders beat the Bulldogs, who were completely inept in the game that they were every chance of winning. They uh Bulldogs fullback Matt Dufty will do well to be in first grade next week after uh making uh back up backups uh Raiders half Matt Frawley look like Brett Kenney's heyday. So it was a pretty ordinary performance from him. Uh yeah, the big the big game of the week, of course, was that, that the Panthers and Eels. They usually play tight games, they usually play uh Low-scoring games, massive line on this one. Twelve and a half point favourites, the Panthers after the Cowboys were hammered after the was hammered the Eels the week prior. Big, big game, bit of controversy in you know, it—a penalty trial that shouldn't have been awarded to the Eels. But Parramatta come away with the win, 22-10. Kind of absorbed a lot of the the Panthers' early blows and, and, and scored points when they had a chance. So that was pennant's first loss in 23 games at home. So and that takes them off the top of the table. That puts Melbourne firmly on the top of the superior form and against. Uh, then we kind of just, we had, we had five big favourites to round out the week and we had five comfortable wins. Uh, all minuses covered except for, depending on what line you got, whether the uh, West Tigers manor game, uh, open 13.5, jumped 14.5. So uh, you might have got a late cover there with the West Tigers if you got on late there. Um, but the Roosters flogged the Titans, the Cowboys flogged and a Newcastle team that was as inept as I've well, inept for the wrong word, that tried as little as I've seen a first grade team try it. The 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 walking, the lack of trying to make a tackle, the arms he grabbed was horrific. Adam O'Brien will will do seriously well, to keep his job over the next couple of weeks. And you know, this MG, I'm just absolutely gagging for for the axe to fall on a coach. Nothing I enjoy more than seeing, uh, seeing a coach sacking. So uh, hopefully we'll see something in the next couple of weeks. And then Sunday rolled around.
0: We need to see a sacking before
2: origin. Come on. Oh, please. We Can we put a market do. up for that?
0: Can we put a market up for that? Which coach will be sacked before origin?
2: We definitely need that. I'd, I'd lose too much money. Uh, I'd be backing him all. Then um, you know, on Sunday we see the storm. Uh, oh, Probably put away a, a pretty courageous dragon side. So they're only down twelve in the halftime, but forty-two-six. Uh, there, there was just no better side to watch than the Storm. In in I want to say I want to make a a subtle statement here. In world sport of all time, there's been no better side to watch than, than the Melbourne Storm. Forty-two-six. Uh, Brian Papen hasn't scored a try on one leg, uh, out, out sprinting us and George Gilmore, and he went off hurt. Probably the, the big news out of that one. And then the Sharks and Warriors. Uh, the Sharks had a player sent off 15 minutes into the game for a, an old-fashioned cohanger tackle you you love to see it. You love to see the send-off. Those on the minus 11.5 uh, minus were absolutely sick, and then they realised it was against the Warriors. Swapping down to 11 men for 10 uh, for 10 minutes of the game, the Sharks went on to win 29-10 in a completely humiliating loss for the Warriors. Nathan Brown, another coach under pressure.
0: Okay, here we go. We've got a few sackings to watch out for. Thanks, Top Rope. Now, if we just have a quick look at the uh, round nine results. So six faves, five covers, six over totals and six home teams. And so for the season, we're sitting at 69% for the faves, 51% for the covers, 43% for the over totals and 67% for the home teams. And now we're just going to have a look at quick uh, Top Rope's round nine results for the NRL GGOA. What have we got? Uh, so we had uh, seven seven bets, two out of seven correct, uh, 16 units and just a small loss there um, obviously some of those lines were were the issue there top rope
2: uh yeah uh we we only went two and five this week, but we were desperately unlucky on on probably three of those yeah you know, like i said earlier if you got the west line late uh which which uh, just came out on that 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 covered late uh newcastle were were, were actually led at half time and and completely capitulated but even still the the margin was uh um was only eight with with kind of ten minutes to play and um the Penrith power game was a very low score and went 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 kind of over in the last couple of minutes so, uh, Lots of these things happened. Uh, it was uh, not the greatest round but we um yeah it just yeah sometimes you get the bounce of the ball sometimes you don't that's
0: right so we're just gonna Gear up for the magic rounds because we don't have a Thursday night game in the league because obviously everything is going up to Queensland this weekend for the magic round. Um, MG was a bit worried about the weather. Queenslanders say no, they're going to play league regardless. So uh, we'll see how that goes. So you've got to tune in on Friday because um, Top Rope will preview the NRL with the boys on Friday. Now, we'll have a quick look at the NRL premiership market. All right, so what have you got? The Panthers at three, the Storm at three forty, Parramatta at eight, Cronulla at ten, Roosters at twelve, Manly at seventeen, South Sydney twenty-one, North Queensland twenty-three, and the Broncos at thirty-four. Here we go. The Storm are catching the Panthers because they're headed there. They're going to play each other on the weekend.
2: Yeah, uh, Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne of the day here. Uh, interesting how long Ryan Papenhansen's out for, but uh, yeah, it's not going to be a season end or anything like that. It know I just think the upside with with Melbourne is higher than any other. Any other team in the competition, that they were all playing fill-ins everywhere. Yes, they had uh, three players got hurt, and they were still outstanding. So uh, uh, you know, I think Melbourne will be very, very difficult to bet for the Premiership this year. And just that added incentive of, of how they kind of got eliminated last year, the three dollars forty for me. It's a, yeah, you know, it's not a two-horse race, but yeah, the you know, there's, there's two teams probably taking it but yeah ninety percent chance of the market, and you know, there's blowout hopes like Parramatta, Cronulla. Um, and, and the roosters, but yeah, I'd rather be on the storm end of those
0: software. Okay, all roads lead to the storm. Now, if you are serious about your NRL punting, you do need GGOA. Now, you can get that in the Little Birdie TV shop. GGOA from twenty two dollars a week. Serious about NRL, you need GGOA.
1: Okay, Nikki, it's that time of the week yep. where we're, uh, we're we're trying our best, but it just shows how. How difficult it is on a Monday morning to uh, a come up with a, uh, a tip for charity, is what we do uh, this time every week, <laughs> so we can see the top rope, uh, he's finally coming into the storm I've noticed in the last couple of weeks, and <laughs> yep. he, uh, he just says this is the uh, easiest job in the world, just tipping the storm, I hope he doesn't back up and tip the storm again this week, otherwise Nikki and I will be throwing in a protest. <laughs> uh, for the easy catch so top rope got his storm home by minus minus twenty two and a half. it was an easy watch unfortunately the two afls missed so mm. we will see on this week so top rope you have now taken the leaderboard uh on four and five for the year so for wayside chapel who are you selecting for week 10
2: yeah fun story mg i'll just go back to basics and i'll just be tipping the storm for the indefinite features, <laughs> Uh, give me Melbourne plus plus two and a half. You won't hear me say this again for the rest of the year, but Melbourne Storm plus two and a
1: half. Yeah, I can't believe they're outsiders. So they will be another investment, I'm sure, this week. Nikki for SIDS and Kids, are you sticking with AFL or NRL this week? Uh Who have you got? I'm sticking
0: with the AFL and I'm going to take Fremantle minus 14 and a half.
1: Okay, minus 14 and a half against Gold Coast at the Gold Coast this week for Nikki and Sids and Kids. For myself, for Love Me, Love You, I am going to Richmond minus 12 and a half. They are playing the Hawks this week at the MCG and I think that line's a little cheap so I would expect Richmond to uh, get the job done there minus 12 and a half. Okay, Nikki. Thanks,
0: MG and Top Rope. Thank you so much for joining us. That's a wrap on this week's edition of First Look. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Download our podcast everywhere you get your good podcasts from. Do not forget to follow us on our socials, Little Birdie TV, Twitter and Insta. The boys will be back on Friday and make sure you tune in because they're going to cover all the NRL and the AFL because there's no Thursday night game. Um, Remember, if you are having a punt, topsport.com.au, bet responsibly. We'll be back next week. Thank you so much.